And people want a quick fix. They want to take a pill and yeah. they want to go to sleep. And we don't want you to do that. We know you can learn to sleep on your own without a pill. And I think tuning your body into the natural circadian rhythms of the earth mm-hmm. is a really good way to do that. Seeing the sunrise in the morning, watching the sunset in the evening, and then taking yourself so you match what those natural rhythms of the sun and the moon are doing. Hello, and welcome to the Art of Living Well podcast. I'm Stephanie May Potter, and I'm here with my co-host, Marnie Dotches marmette We created the Art of Living Well podcast to empower you to live your happiest, healthiest, and most authentic life. Each week, we will bring you inspiring and motivating conversations covering health and wellness topics, including fitness, mindset, food, travel, product reviews, and strategies from a variety of experts, including our own bank of knowledge. We are excited to educate, motivate, and inspire you to change the way you perceive health and discover your art of living well. Get ready to feel inspired. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are here to talk about the 2024 health and wellness trends. And this is such a fun episode. We love doing this episode. And we are here together today on this very sunny day. Minneapolis. And um, I guess we'll first start talking about the movement trends of 2024. And well, can I interject real quick? Yes. But we do want to just talk about the detox that's oh, coming up. Yes, for sure. So less than a week from now, our detox is starting. So if you live out of Minneapolis, message us ASAP if you want to join. And maybe you'll have to join a couple of days late, but you can still be part of our community and our program. So we have the 14-day liver detox. It'll start January 7th, but you really, you can start whenever it works in your schedule. We love doing this extended detox program for the January quarter because it allows you to continue on those really good habits that you're going to pick up during the first seven days add back some foods, which is optional with our help and support, and just really kickstart this new year, prioritizing yourself and how you want to feel and- And getting better together and being part of a community, which is so important. Have you ever skipped a workout because of drinks the night before? Me too. If you're committed to your healthy routine this year, you need Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics Pre-Alcohol Probiotic is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut, where you need it most. Just remember to drink Z-Biotics before drinking alcohol. Drink responsibly and get a good night's sleep to feel your best tomorrow. The first time I tried Z-Biotics was before a 50th birthday party for a friend. As instructed, I drank a bottle of Z-Biotics before the alcohol, and I was amazed at how awesome I felt the next day. Head on over to zbiotics.com slash A-O-L-W to get 15% off your first order when you use A-O-L-W at checkout. You can also sign up for a subscription using our code so you can stay prepared no matter the time or occasion. 
ZBiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. ZBiotics is perfect for a night out celebration or an upcoming holiday. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash AOLW and use the code AOLW at checkout for 15% off. We need to lift each other up and help each other out and urge each other on. And it's so nice to be part of the community. And, you know, as much as Marnie and I have done this many times, both by ourselves, we need you guys. Like we love being part of the community. We do the detox when you're doing it, because it's, there's just something about doing a challenge like this together. Oh, that makes it easier and more fun, honestly. Yes. Um, And we learn something new about ourselves every single time we do it. So even if you've done it before, join us again. And we've got some new additions to the program. We've got some guests coming on for live and recorded sessions, breath work, yoga nidra, we're even doing an in-person sauna and cold plunge event at Sauna Strong for those of you who live in Minneapolis. So sign up. The link is in the show notes. It's on all of our social media. Reach out to us via email, however you want. And we can't wait to have you join us. Yeah. And now on to the movement trends of 2024. Yes. And I think one of the biggest movement trends that I'm seeing or that we're seeing right now is strength training. Like. Mm-hmm. Everything is about strength training. We're all talking about longevity. We all want to be able to do what we can, you know, into our 80s and 90s and be able to get on the floor with grandchildren and climb those mountains and do all the things that we all play golf, play tennis, play pickleball, whatever it is that you love to do. And the strength training is going to keep us, our bones strong. It's hopefully going to keep us from falling and breaking our hip Mm -hmm. and, um, Yeah, it's just so important for longevity. So I think you're going to see more gyms, you know, that are focused on strength training. You know, the funny thing is, Marty, a couple, maybe like a month or two ago, my sister told me that my parents started strength training, like on their own. They've never done anything. They're not gym. I mean, they didn't grow up in the era that we did with all these gyms out there. And if they do join a gym, it's like they're doing kind of basic cardio and walking and things like that. But they bought dumbbells and they actually asked for Christmas that we buy them like they up, they want to up the weights a little bit. So I think it's great. So there's actually like a recommendation out there, like two times a week for 20 to 30 minutes, focusing on all major muscle groups of strength training. So there actually are guidelines out there that I don't think you even really, but I think that's kind of the minimum. That's like minimum, but most people aren't even doing the minimum. So if you're not doing any, start with two days a week. Right. But you could strength train four or five days a week if you wanted to. Yeah. So I have talked to clients that actually enjoy strength training more than cardio. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, by all means, keep strength training then because it's really good for you. I actually enjoy it more than cardio. Like I've done enough with the hit. I gave that up a few years ago and I haven't looked back. Like every so often when I'm like feeling like I have extra like energy to burn, I'll just want to do like a interval run on the treadmill or some sort of higher intensity kind of workout. But I love the strength training. I just feel so strong when I strength train and it feels really good to feel strong. Yes. But the other trend we're seeing too is not just in workouts, like the physical part of the workout, but also the workout for your emotional and mental health. And so slowing down a bit and doing more yoga and maybe even more gentle yoga. So not the yoga sculpt class with the weights and anything like that, but different forms of yoga. Maybe it's yoga nidra. Um, 
and then also like Pilates. And so it's a way to work out, but get present and be present in the moment. And maybe it's focusing on your breath work with yoga. So that'll be another trend you'll see out there as well. And also just community fitness, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were working out in our basements for so long during the pandemic alone, which I actually still enjoy doing, (laughs) but I do enjoy that, you know, community pickleball or tennis or group yoga or whatever it is. Like I do want that community piece as well. And we're seeing that trend. People are joining gyms again. People are wanting to have community sports and activities. And I don't know about where everyone else lives, but in Minneapolis, there's a couple of these new indoor pickleball facilities opening up that are really popular. And I've gone to one that's only like 15, 20 minutes away from me twice now. And we got a big group together. And once it was with some of our older kids and parents, and we were able to like bring food and drink. And I did it the other night for a friend's birthday. So really fun to incorporate movement into a group activity. The pickleball you can do until, you know, you leave this earth basically, right? And so it's a great thing to do for all ages, lots of generations at once. Another thing we're seeing in the movement space is the use of AI technology mm-hmm. in our workouts. So you can go onto an AI powered chat GBT, GPT or one of those things and ask for it to provide you a workout or a training plan if you're running a marathon. And I think we're going to see a lot more of that in addition to all the wearable devices that are continually coming out and the heart rate variability stuff. Right. And I think what it's going to do is like, I don't wear a whoop, but I know a lot of people do, is they will take the data. So like how well you slept based on your heart rate variability and your readiness for the day and say, okay, today, maybe you should just focus on walking and doing light yoga because you didn't sleep as well or your heart rate was elevated at night. Or gosh, you you slept really well and your readiness score is high. So go do your strength training, go do like a more intense class. So it's going to personalize what you should do the next day based on how ready you are. I think that's where we're going to see those two come together. Which is going to be really interesting, right? Like I'm very curious to see how that's going to affect or change like what I do already. Well, and it's interesting because I know for myself, I went years and years where regardless of how I slept and how I felt in the morning, I got to that class at 5.30 because you know what? Otherwise I was going to get charged or, you know, I'm going to get penalized. And so I sacrificed my sleep for the workout. And so if that's what you need until you can tune in and listen to your body, if you need a little wearable or device to be like, hey, hold the brakes, forget the cancellation fee or whatever, don't worry about it. Go back to sleep or just go on a walk or meditate or do something else for your morning routine, then I think that's great. I know even just personally this week, I was like, had gotten a little cold and had really bad sleep last week. And I really wanted to go to a yoga class, but I didn't sign up on purpose because I know if I sign up, then I'm going. And I just let myself sleep. And I was like, if I wake up and I feel okay, great. Otherwise, it's taken me years to get to that point that I can really tune in and listen to my body to know whether I should do that workout or not. And otherwise, you know, your cortisol levels are going to go through the roof if you're just burning yourself out, right? You're not sleeping and getting up and you're doing intense workouts and that's not yeah. what we want. So the I think the use of the AI and these devices are actually very valuable. Agree. Once you and once eventually you do get to learn how to tune into your own body and then you can just like not wear them anymore. Right, exactly. But it's good accountability when you're trying to focus on what your body really needs and the signals that your body's already telling you. Should we move on to yes. the like food fuel trends? Yes. 
So, you know, there's been a big movement with plant-based diets the last couple of years. We saw a lot of the impossible burgers and the fake meats. And I think those are going to start to go away just because of all the crap, quite honestly, that's in them. But an overall more plant-based diet, just eating more vegetables and legumes and beans and you know organic tofu and things like that are going to continue to rise, which is great. And um, a whole, just a whole foods diet in general, right. and like not so much like keto focused or, yeah. you know, some of these other diets with the bars and all the other stuff that you hear about and just really focusing on whole foods, plant-based Mediterranean, which is really which is my favorite diet. Yeah, mine too. Um, you know, and it's eating some animal products if you want and eating some fresh fish, but it's eating more plant-based foods in general. So most of your diet is plant-based. And However, that doesn't mean like a bunch of bread and pasta either, though. <laughs> yes, I will say the quest for protein continues. Continues. Like, right? And it's, yes. I think we're all finding it is a struggle to eat enough protein in a given day. And I think it's a struggle for some people, but they're actually saying that some are, people are eating too much protein because of this protein craze. So if you're eating a ton of meat and you're doing tons of like the muscle milk and the shakes and that sort of thing. Even my 13-year-old now the other night, like went and picked up the package of shrimp from the trash to see how much protein was in it. Because I think these young boys, these like teenagers are now really focused on protein. Interesting. I thought it was, this just happened like two months ago. I was like, oh boy. So I guess I should speak for myself then. For me, I struggle. I eat a mostly plant-based diet, but I do eat fish and chicken. Um, I struggle to get enough protein in on a daily basis. And I have to actively focus on Mm -hmm. eating enough protein. Yeah. But I mean, the good thing is there are some good clean options out there. Like, you know, Marnie and I were just talking about how we love baking tofu and roasting garbanzo beans. And those are some quick, easy ways that you can get clean sources of plant-based protein in your diet. Yep. Let's see. I guess, you know, when it comes to fuel and weight loss, I feel like we can't not talk about this Ozempic craze. The class of the GPL-1 drugs. And I think the jury is out on how I feel about those. I can see the benefit, obviously, if you have diabetes, that's one thing. But I think we're talking about more people that are using those drugs outside of diabetes for weight loss specifically. And I think it's really a case-by-case basis, right? Right. There are a lot of negative side effects that are coming out. And I don't know how well understood it is so far. We are not experts in this arena. No. What I do know is that unless you're planning to stay on this drug for the rest of your life, when you go off the drug, you really do need to know how to implement and make those lifestyle changes so that if you do lose 60 pounds, you know how to keep that weight off moving forward. Right. And I think the big thing with any of these drugs, I think it's not a once- It's not a one size fits all, but it's not just the quick fix that I think a lot of people want. Right. So have you already tried for many months or years to lose weight, seeking the help of a professional and changing habits and it hasn't worked? Then maybe that's a good answer for you because you've already changed the habits. Mm -hmm. But while you're on the drugs, Marnie's point, you need to be making habit changes. So if you were eating like crap before and you're eating a lot of processed fast foods and not moving your body, and now you're just eating fewer processed foods because- your body is not as hungry as it used to be and you go off of it and you start, you're still eating the same foods, well, you're going to gain the weight back. So I think it's just really working with a professional too on this to make those lifestyle changes if you choose to go on them. Marnie and I are thrilled to share two new products that we've both been using daily for several months and are loving the results. 
Do you need better nutrition, improved energy, or focus, but don't know how? Well, Energy Bit Spirulina Algae Tablets are your answer. They are effortless to take and organically grown. These bits of food are 100% spirulina, which is the most nutrient-dense, antioxidant-rich, high-protein food in the world. You just swallow or chew a few tablets each morning or whenever you are tired or hungry to improve your mitochondria, your energy, your gut health, focus, and reduce your hunger and cravings. They also replace the need for your caffeine. Energy Bits are safe for the entire family and pets love them too. Maybe you wanna improve your gut health, support your detoxification, or add more green nutrition into your diet. Recovery Bits Chlorella tablets are the perfect solution. Recovery Bits USDA certified chlorella tablets are bits of food that strengthen your immune system, protect you from colds or viruses, remove toxins, speed recovery from a sports injury, and add vegetables and greens to your diet. This will help ensure that you're getting your greens on a daily basis. The recovery bits also help you enjoy better sleep when you take them before bed. I've noticed a big improvement in my sleep. I'm sleeping much more soundly, not waking up at night. And when I do wake up in the morning, I have so much energy and just feel really well rested. So if you're ready to supercharge your energy, health, and longevity, head on over to energybits.com. That's E-N-E-R-G-Y-B-I-T-S.com. Use the discount code LIVINGWELL for 20% off your entire order. And we're planning to have um, some experts on this topic in 2024. And we're constantly trying to educate ourselves on this topic as well. Right. So stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. And, you know, I think moving on from the food space is just overall like mental health and lifestyle trends we're seeing. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this quite a few times, but saunas continue to be extremely popular, which is awesome because they're going to be more available to people around the world. Well, I guess outside of the U.S., they're already very popular and they have been for many, many, many years. But like Marty and I, we've had on, um, well, recently we dropped with Louise Leonardo, the, aka the sauna poppy, a whole mm-hmm. episode with him. We'll link that up in our show notes. We also had good health saunas on talking about the benefits of sauna. So obviously it's the sweating and removing of toxins and the endorphins and helping with pain and all that good stuff from a health benefit standpoint. But now it's becoming more of like a community social aspect. And they're popping up everywhere. Like in Minneapolis, there's downtown, there's out West. It's like all I'm seeing on my phone feed. And maybe it's because because I'm talking about it so much, but I'm seeing sauna and cold plunge and there's, you know, the non-alcoholic evenings out where you can go sauna and cold plunge. And anyway, it's, the well, watershed. I mean, there's yeah. all these places popping up. So it's really fun. I love sauna. I'm, I can't say I love cold plunge, but I'm stepping slowly towards it. Well, and I don't know if you guys saw some of the stories we posted a little over a month ago now, yes. where we did a retreat through the sauna poppy and sauna strong and with Louise and also his business partner, Harrison. And we did, we were in the lake with like 42, 44 degree water. And we went from lake to sauna, lake to sauna a couple of times. And it was quite an experience. And you are very much invigorated. It doesn't feel good going in, but it feels really good going out. And And you know, you have that sauna waiting for you. Yes. And you know, you have this, and it's helping with immunity and all sorts of things. So also um, just exposing your body to that stress 
Mm-hmm. The hot and the cold stress really helps you adapt better to stressors as they come up in your life. Absolutely. And I think that's for me, one of the best benefits, right. really. And breathing through that stress. Yep. And we've even just been taking some cold showers, like after we take our normal showers. At our own at, houses. At our, <laughs> <laughs> just want to clarify that. Good point. Good point there, Marnie. <laughs> Um, is just take a cold shower for even 30 seconds or a minute after and breathe through it. Mm-hmm. There are immense benefits. And mm-hmm. honestly, on your mood too. I do yes. feel better if I'm a little like grouchy or been getting a little, you know, stressed lately. Just take a minute of a cold shower at the end. And these events are community, not the showers, but like the sauna um, could be, I retreats guess. and whatever are really just great community building events. Absolutely. And I actually rented um, a sauna. I haven't done it yet. But through Sauna Strong, for those of you guys who live locally, I'm renting a sauna for the weekend. And I'm going to have some little like parties, if you will, with friends to come over. So you could make it be part of like a social community event at your house, even if that's something that you're looking for, if you're looking for. Another trend that we saw last year, and I think this trend is continuing into 2024, is the digital health detoxes. Mm -hmm. And these are so important just because we're so connected to our phones and our computers and everybody all the time. And it's really giving yourself the time and space to step away from that, which I know is really hard because we're all getting these dopamine hits from our phones constantly. But I think that, you know, even in, even if you just start with the evening where like eight o'clock at night, you're literally putting your phone away and you're not looking at it until morning. Um, but, or if you're on a vacation or whatever it is, really making a conscious effort to take a digital detox. It really allows you just to be more present and mindful in the moment. And, you know, there's lots of devices that we have because we also have like our watch that people are constantly checking Mm -hmm. or just all these tracking mechanisms, which are great. But again, that takes you away from being present and, you know, maybe find something else that gives you that dopamine hit, like going outside and grounding Marnie and walking in the cold, which is what (laughs) we we just just did. did, And my feet were pretty cold. I was kind of dancing more than standing, but I do feel wired now though. I know, which is kind of weird. There's no caffeine going on here. No, no, no. Um, yeah, the sauna. And then the other thing is like stacking some of this, like habit stacking. You're like, oh gosh, how am I going to do the sauna and do my grounding and meditate? You're going to tell me to do all these things. And we're not telling you to do anything, but habit stacking is a great way. So if you're already meditating and maybe you want to do some red light therapy, which has a lot of benefits, Mm -hmm. Marnie and I both have these great little portable, um, mats from Therasage that you could do your meditation or do some stretching or legs up the wall and put the red light on your face at the same time. And yes. I really have enjoyed doing that in the evening because I start to kind of fall asleep then. And then I am just ready for bed. I'm like instantly out. Yeah. Cold. So I've also been doing it in the evening and I do it legs up the wall. I put it on my face. People have been asking me if I've been somewhere warm because they think I look tan. And I'm like, I do not look tan. Interesting. Right now. But yeah. it's always right after, like the next day or whatever, after I do the red light therapy. I'm like, it's just like giving me, I don't know what's happening. But, yeah. But they did say there's no like, no, you know, tanning Harmful, light or easy. sun exposure or anything like that. So right. I don't know. My, maybe my, the skin is just getting more like blood Fuddle. flow or yeah. something, but- I mean, it's supposed to help with like natural collagen production Yeah, from like fine lines, improving fine lines and wrinkles. And anyway, um, 
you know, and I think sleep, I know we've talked about this before, probably every year we've talked about so sleep, important though. but most people are chronically sleep deprived or not getting good quality sleep. And, and people want a quick fix. They want to take a pill and yeah. they want to go to sleep. And we don't want you to do that. We know you can learn to sleep on your own without a pill. And I think tuning your body into the natural circadian rhythms of the earth Mm -hmm. is a really good way to do that. Um, seeing the sunrise in the morning, watching the sunset in the evening, and then taking yourself so you match what those natural rhythms of the sun and the moon are doing, I think are really helpful. And, you know, we're going to drop an episode coming up early in this new year with Rudy, who is the founder of Viva Rays. Viva Rays. Yep. And he has these great glasses, but he has an amazing story about literally just getting natural sunlight exposure and avoiding, you know, as much as possible, all the canned, you know, inside lighting transformed his life. Mm -hmm. Literally. It's a very powerful story that he shares. And quite honestly, I've been wearing his glasses. Um, I'm not wearing them right now, but you've probably seen me wearing them before when I'm inside and trying to get more sun exposure. And what I noticed, and he talked about this after mm -hmm. with us, I haven't worn sunglasses. I'm not kidding you in over a month. And I know we're in Minnesota in the fall, but it still gets very sunny. When I'm driving, I'm not wearing sunglasses. I haven't worn sunglasses once, probably since mid-October Wow. Um, on a walk. And I think it's because of the natural sun exposure that I'm getting. That's so interesting. And I've been wearing, I haven't been wearing them as much during the day, but I've been wearing more of the evening glasses. And what we've been trying to take a walk after dinner, mm -hmm. most nights. And what I've noticed is my eyes adjust to the darkness so quickly now, mm -hmm. whereas it used to be like, oh my God, it's pitch black out here. And I feel like I can see pretty well in the dark, which is kind of a cool thing. Um, but one thing I would challenge you all to do that I'm going to challenge myself to do is to light candles in your house after dinner, you know, the sun sets in the wintertime, five o'clock, mm -hmm. whatever, four thirty, five o'clock. Turn off your lights, light a bunch of candles, don't turn on the TV for the evening or your computer and see what that does to your sleep. Yeah. Yes. And even just dimming, I haven't done the candles yet. I need to do that. My family may start, you know, protesting, but I'm just trying to dim the lights mm -hmm. and dim them early. And when you wake up in the morning, the first thing I like to do is raise the blinds to get that natural sunlight. And I know it's inside, it's not going to do as much, but I do think it helps. Yeah. And then at night, lowering the blinds when you don't want the artificial light. Like if you have like street lights or something coming in, you want it to be dark before you go to sleep. So just trying to get with that circadian rhythm. And I think it's going to help improve our eyes too. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So the last thing that we're going to talk about, mm -hmm. which is my favorite, is transformative travel. <gasps> um, so which I mean, I if I could do every trip transformative travel, I would. Mm -hmm. Um, there's so many cool retreats and programs and hiking trips out there. Even Joshua, who we're going to have on talking about the cold plunge, does a retreat in Iceland yeah. where it's all about breath work and, and cold exposure. And cold exposure. It looks amazing. Uh -huh. um, we are doing our own transformative experience yeah. in September with the 29029, which I know you've heard us mention many times now. Uh -huh. But I do think it's going to be like this amazing experience. And, you know, we would really suggest that you try and find your own amazing transformative experience. And it doesn't have to be something outrageous or expensive. 
Um, just like the retreat that we did with sauna poppy. It was a half, half a day. Yeah. It was nine to like one, one thirty, and it was served with a meal. And more and more of these are popping up. And if you live somewhere else, uh, we know this winter, if you want to come to Minnesota, there's more of these sauna experiences, sauna and cold plunge experiences that are going to happen here. Um, but find your own or make your own, you know, get a bunch of friends together and go do a sauna and meditation or a sound bath experience and combine it with a couple of things and make a little mini retreat right where you live. And I think that um, around the U.S., actually around the world, we're going to see these transformative mm -hmm. travel experiences popping up more and more in 24. Yes, absolutely. And I guess one final note we'll just mention very quickly is supplements because you know, there's a supplement for everything. And I guess our message here is, you know, supplements are not a quick fix either. Even the ones that are really good and high quality and obviously don't buy your supplements where you buy your toilet paper, but you don't want to guess, you want to test. And just because your friend or neighbor or someone on TikTok tells you that you need ashwagandha or whatever, it may be beneficial, but you may not need it. So we highly encourage you, you know, reach out to us if you have questions. We do supplement consultations. We do at-home functional medicine lab testing that can test some of these levels and decide based on your health history and your lifestyle and your goals, what supplements you may need. Or obviously, you know, talk to your doctor or another healthcare professional as well. But don't just buy all the products that show up on your Instagram feed. Yeah. And there are a lot of new supplements that are going to be coming out in 24 and, you know, be mindful about that and careful. Like, don't just listen to your neighbor. Right. Um, and we'll link up a couple episodes that we had talking about functional medicinal mushrooms and, you know, ashwagandha and other adaptogens that can be very helpful and very powerful. But you want to make sure from a sourcing standpoint that you find high quality products so that you're getting what you're paying for. And just reach out if you have any questions. Yes, yeah, we're always here to help. And happy new year. Yeah, happy new year. Happy, healthy new year, 24. We hope it's a great year. And we hope we see many of you in our upcoming detox program. If not, in January, we'll always have one every quarter. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Living Well podcast. We are so grateful that you joined us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or anyone else you think may benefit from this information. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and tag the Art of Living Well podcast on social media. If you want more inspiration in between episodes, you can find us on social media at the art of living underscore well on Instagram and Facebook, where we will share snippets from our daily lives and our journey to living well.